Pod. Producer. We're live, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. Yo, we need to like think of like a not that we need to talk about like but like and i can edit wherever i'm just letting you know yeah, that yeah, from yeah, the start yeah. but Obviously. like we should have like a a name for ourselves like the laid off the, <laughs> the fire i have i have really been making my brand like the unemployed friend right yeah. now because i mean yeah I'm i'm living those vibes like 2 p.m type shit like let's go to the beach like well it's been so nice it's been so nice and even when it was gray i was like okay let me i've just i've been busy dude like i've yeah. been going out like i've been working like all those collaborations that i've been putting off forever like i'm like let's go yeah like it's 11 a.m on a monday like, i honestly like so just full disclosure so people know what we're talking about right we both worked at the same company where I don't know if we should name it or not. But anyway, we worked at a company mm-hmm. and we got laid off yeah. together on the same day. Absolutely. And it was trauma we, bonded. Trauma. <laughs> we were trauma bound after that. So, um, yeah, I don't know what our like duo name would be. Trauma bond actually. Trauma is a, bond that's is pretty good. good. Yeah. Like album title. Yeah. Or it sounds a little group. culty too. Like when I hear bond, like I think like blood bond. <clears throat> yeah. So I think for sure it's pretty good. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so I always start out this show the same way, and that is with a question about your first concert. What was your first concert? No. Oh, is it embarrassing? It's embarrassing. Well. Was it the Wiggles? <laughs> no, it's worse. What? I'm trying to think because it's either one or the other. One was a little less embarrassing. I'll share that one first. Okay. It might have been Metro Station. Do you know Metro Station? Shake it. Yeah, bro. Metro Station's lit. I'm sorry, but they are. Ryan likes Metro Station. Also, this is a first of many. Wait, hold on. I got to just say this. First female on the podcast. (gasps) Let's go. (laughs) It's not International Women's Month anymore. (laughs) Was that a month or a day? Is it the year? It's a a month. It's a month. But now it's the year. Is it actually the year? (laughs) I would have been fine with it. Um, But okay. That's awesome. I'm glad. Big first. Shout out, Mila. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other first is that Ryan is our guy on the button today. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay. So back to your first concert. Metro Station. Right. So... Yeah, it was a free show at Six Flags back way back when nice. when that was like the shit. Um, so that no, I think that was my first concert. But like, it kind of I don't know because it was free and it was like it like, wasn't planned. Did, you didn't go for Metro Station. No, we were just, were there, just there, and then they were there. So me and my cousins were like, "Fuck yeah, like let's go." Um, so I kind of don't count it. So I guess my first like real one was. JB baby. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was Justin Bieber, sixth grade. One of my wow. best friends' moms paid for the ticket. It was kind of far. It was like in some weird, like rural place in Illinois. Like we had to like stay in a hotel, but it was lit because like in sixth grade, like staying in a hotel with like some of your friends, like oh yeah. her mom was so cool, dude. Like she oh, she, she got was us. A cool mom. Hell yeah, she was. Like, imagine like getting you, your freaking kid, and like her friends, like 
Justin Bieber tickets and then taking them to a hotel and then also buying them dinner. Like she took us out to like a nice dinner. It was so fucking cool. And yeah, that concert was, I was thinking about that concert for like months after it happened. I was just like, bro, he like saw me. Like I was so far in the crowd. Like I was like nosebleeds, but I'm, I just swore that we met you, eyes. Really? Yeah. Like he was like, baby. <laughs> no, babe. literally. And you were like, it's I know. Me. And then Jerry was like, oh my God, I can't leave. Like we made eye contact. Like he doesn't even know my name. Like, bro, like the one that got away for real. <laughs> also, was this like child Bieber or was this yeah, like- Yeah, because if I was in sixth grade, this was baby era. Mm. That was first album era. Yeah. For sure. When he was like, his voice was noticeably yes. higher. Yes, yes. But also still so yeah. good. Yeah, but honestly, I got over it kind of fast. I was only like hardcore fan for like a few months, maybe, mm. maybe a year. But was this a big, this was like an arena yeah, situation? Yeah, huge arena. Again, yeah. don't remember. I wish I remembered where it was. but Like Rosemont or yeah, something like that? Yeah, that kind of level. And yeah. I swear we were we were like the back row. Yeah. Like the absolute last. But it was still so fun. For sure. Yeah. Wait, what was your first concert? Oh, no. We don't talk about oh, that. No. <laughs> I've already talked Can about it. Can I know Paul's? Paul? Oh, Ryan? Oh, my God. I've been going <laughs> Paul. Paul. <laughs> do I look like a Paul? Guys? No, just Ryan. You could be a Paul. <laughs> it's I do just, a Paul vibe. It's, it's just because because you're dressed Paul. really nice. That's true. I'm Ryan, now. I'm so Ryan is biz cash. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, we're ending the podcast here. I gotta go. Okay. Wait, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. So, yeah. Green Day, American <gasps> Idiot Tour, 2004. Wow. That's Peter. lit. Yeah. How old were you? Eleven. Whoa! Damn. I wish I was that cool. Right. That's fucking <laughs> right. Yeah, I bet. What a lot of people do. What hat? Like, did you go with your family? Did well, you... my dad, because my okay. dad. So we lived in San Francisco back in the nineties. Okay. Wait, so you know he likes to I'm get sorry. down. I'm sorry. I've known Ryan for yeah. a long time. <laughs> you didn't know this. I didn't know that you lived in San Francisco. Born in San Francisco, dude. What? Yeah, sir. Wow. Dude, that is. I did not. This is what the podcast does: <laughs> is you talk about things that you would have never randomly talked about. So, okay, interesting. Yeah. So you lived yeah. in San Francisco for how? Now I just this is a podcast about right. Ryan. Right, right, right. We can get education. No, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, two years. Okay. Then back to Chicago. Yeah. Hey. I could have had it all, guys. I could have been tan. I could have yeah. longboarded. You have a good tan, honestly. That's true. That's Vegas, baby. Yeah, yeah we just went That's to Vegas. Lit. Oh, really? Yeah. It was How fun. was it? It was lit. You loved it? It was fun, yeah. I need to go again. Because I went for a festival, so I couldn't really like... You went for EDC? No, I went for when we were young. Oh. The emo festival. Oh, hell with yeah. all the throwback oh, bands. Yeah. Is that that one that was super hyped up? Yeah, that people thought was going to be like Firefly. Fake? Yeah. yeah. Firefest. Yeah. Firefly is like that <laughs> phone phones. that has like three buttons. Yeah. They're like, I can call home. <laughs> and I can call my grandma. <laughs> they, look <laughs> they looked so cool though. Did they? I thought they did it as a kid. I just yeah. wanted a phone so bad. Probably. You just wanted something. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. wait, okay, a couple things here. Yeah. <laughs> you, how was that festival? Because it that was so well, it was good and bad. The sound was shit, but it was. Oh, really? But the vibes were immaculate, you know, because mm. you know you're there with everyone else who grew up on that music, and it was honestly a lot of older people, a little bit older than me, maybe like oldest was like forties, 
And then, like, the age range was probably, like, 28 to 40-year-olds. Mm. And I'm 25. So just, like, slightly older than me. Um, it's like me and Ryan. We're, like, ancient older. You guys are, like, the <laughs> early end of that spectrum. But, yeah. <laughs> That's true. We were the start of it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and um, so, like, yeah, people weren't moshing, like... They're a little um, older, so they like didn't have the same energy, you know. I like, remember. I feel like Ryan, you were the one that told me about that, and I saw the lineup, and I was like, "This is insane the that they got crazy. all these people yeah. together." That yeah, was yeah. one of those COVID angsty, like we just gotta get out there and play a show, and then they organized a crazy lineup. Yeah, yeah. So, and they yeah. made it work. I mean, Avril Lavigne didn't show up for the day that I worked. Well, so did you guys like keep up with the drama? No. So it was, no. it was, um, I think there was a Friday show, a Saturday show, and then the next week, another Saturday show. So weird, right? That's weird. Also, yeah. same lineup every single day. Also Wait, weird. Yeah. So like, what were these artists doing in that week between like... They had this. Like, I don't know. Did they have to stay in Las Vegas? That sounds I don't know. weirdly Vegas, though. At the same time, right? Like I don't know. It was so weird, and and that's another reason people thought it was fake. But we got it for the last possible day. So the weekend before, what happened was I think Friday went fine. No, I can't remember. Yeah, I think Friday was fine, and then Saturday, or maybe it was Saturday Sunday. It doesn't matter. The second day. There was this crazy windstorm, so they had to cancel it. Mm -hmm. And they were issuing refunds for people's, like, tickets for the festival ticket, but, like, people's flights, people's hotels. Like, it was expensive. So it was just a bunch of, like, mad emo people, like, out in the streets and hanging out. And, like, uh, some of the bands threw some free shows, like, here and there. So some people were still able to catch, like, some of the people that they wanted to see. But Mm -hmm. anyway, that just kind of left us, like, we were just like, oh, I still don't know if it's going to happen, like... We've seen it work out for a day. We've seen it be canceled for a day. So we were like nervous, like pulling mm-hmm. up. But then it was, it was fine. Yeah, I feel like you got to go back to Vegas for the separate yeah. Vegas thing. Yeah. Did you gamble? I was, I'm not a gambler. So I you, did gamble. So what did you do? We saw some shows. I'm like a big... They have a lot of the best DJs or... or DJ uh, Pauly D, please. I, we had reservations to see DJ Pauly D. And you didn't. But we were dead. We saw like no, a couple other DJs. Jerry. I know. We no saw, one else matters. I kind of, yeah, I think we no, kind I'm of sure fucked good it. Ones. I don't know. I'm sure there's good ones. But no, I would definitely throw down for DJ yeah, Pauly D. Yeah, I would, I would go feral probably <laughs> yeah. just for the whole experience. Yeah, the hair. Yeah. It's just like every day he does that like imagine catching dj Polly or just Polly d without his hair I like think that about that all be the like time. what you would not it looks bad know. like you see it a little bit in an episode of jersey shore like oh, him really? before he because he just got out of the shower or something like the first episode where he's doing yeah it? Oh. and so it's like it's actually his hair's pretty curly and like wavy oh. so it looks wild like with no gel in it that kind of like, makes ah. sense even with his hair up like that it seems like there's like curls trying to get out. I, he has thick hair. I understand this because back, speaking of like emo music, like uh-huh. I would always try to get my hair to be straight You're down. An emo, Jerry? I don't know about like, not like full emo, like kind of like skater. Okay. Yeah, I would try to do it and like it just would start curling and then you can't, it can't curl. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. got to be straight. Yeah, yeah. Humidity so, was no. the devil. No, yeah. I know because same. 
Yeah, you have curly hair too. Yeah, and I would also straighten the fuck out of it. I I was see. See, like I didn't know what I didn't straighten it. Oh. I didn't do the gel. That's why I'm saying I'm not oh. fully emo. Like I tried to do it. I need to see pictures now. Yeah. I just no, like... I can dig some up. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> that. You know, look into some concert experiences yeah. because that's that's a big thing yeah, yeah, on yeah. this show. But I wanted to ask you, I feel like this is going to be a big education for me because mm. like you do a lot of like Spanish speaking yeah, that I do not understand. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. it sounds so cool though. But yeah. like Mila La Morena, yeah. what does that mean? So that means the brown girl. La Morena mm. means the brown girl. Um, Dude, I took so many years of Spanish. I you knew. didn't, wait, did you not know that then? No, I, I definitely like now that it like clicked. Oh, I you're was like, like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, I mean, all of that Spanish just like <laughs> went out the window. Interesting. I was in an airport like uh -huh. coming back from Greece mm -hmm. and I'm not like a world traveler or anything. Like I'm Greek. My family's from Greece. Play. So we went there, but uh, you know, we were in the Madrid airport and I was like, I'll go talk to the people. <laughs> I know how to talk. <laughs> Got to the like kiosk and just immediately was like, Hola. And then uh, I was just like, do you know how to get to the city? <laughs> In English? Yeah, like immediately, <laughs> like very quickly English. But they probably like The people in the you. airport knew how to speak English. Luckily, yeah. For the most part. I think most of the time people in airports speak English. I mean, you'll find the guy that like knows. And yeah. Usually you find at least someone. But it's just like, yeah, I just, anyway, I'm just saying that this, I feel like it'll be a little bit of an education. Yeah. Some of the songs, if you have any questions, I I yeah, you. I yeah, yeah. You. So, I mean, we don't have to like really unpack this too much if you don't want to, but mm -hmm. like the brown girl. Yeah. So, um, specifically like La Morena, I was just thinking of some, cause I, you know, obviously thinking of an artist name and stuff. I didn't want to do like my real name cause I felt like it was a persona. Mm. Um, so there's this, like my, my dad's side is from Veracruz, which is a part of Mexico that's kind of like coastal. So it's. Mm. It's by the water and stuff. And a lot of people are darker because they're like on the beach. And so there's this song from Veracruz called La Morena. And I was like listening to it on the way to Colombia. And I was like, <gasps> Mila La Morena. It's like people call me Milala sometimes. Mila La 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 or whatever. <laughs> like, Some, like, no, lines. literally like in high school, we just come up with fucking nicknames for each other. But anyway. So I don't know. It, it was it was like literally like me listening to that song and I was like, oh, my God, I love how it flows. I love the mm. alliteration and like the repetitiveness of like the. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I well, just thought it was nice to say. Let's talk Mexico for a second. Because yeah. I fucking me and Andy, my girlfriend, went to Mexico and Where'd we went to Chichen Itza. And that was just like Beautiful. such an experience for Beautiful. me. Yeah. I literally love Mexico. Yeah. But dude. obviously being me going to mexico it's just a different experience i don't get the like locals only mm -hmm. spots and everything so yeah. like i'm just curious how you know often do you go to mexico and also like i don't know just like what's what's that life like out there do you have, you have family there yeah still? yeah so my dad has lived there my whole life mm. um my parents were never really together in my lifetime um, Me neither. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Slay. This is where <laughs> that, we get that's deep. Trauma bond, <laughs> trauma baby. Bond. Let's go. That's the. That's what this episode's gonna be. <laughs> yes, we're gonna love that. Yeah. So, anyway, um, 
kind of in like my high school years I started like visiting him a little more regularly and now that my dad's been like helping me a little more with my music now I go like three four times a year Mm -hmm. um because he works in music distribution in Mexico Mm. so um yeah now I'm just like collaborating a lot more with Mexican artists and producers so there's just and photographers so there's just like more of a reason for me to like go out there and like get some stuff done, write some music and um, get in the studio and stuff. But if you go again, dude, go to Mexico City. And right now, like, it's so hipstery, like you would get around just fine. Really? Um, Yeah, and if you need like specific areas to like stay, Roma's cool, La Condesa, like. Yo, can I just like straight up go with you? (laughs) Dude, I'm trying, like I'm trying to like bring out my friends. Right now, um, in my next trip, like, I think I'm going to take one of my producer friends and um, one of my artists. Do you remember Caro Chiona? She worked. She worked at, at, the, at the, our company. That must, which must not be. <laughs> yeah. Voldemort. We, we, no, I'm just Yeah, kidding. we need a code name. First of all, we like the company, but we yeah. just are sad that yeah. we got fired. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I remember her. She does drops with you. Yes, yes. So I want to take her to, so we can all kind of like mass collaborate with like the Mexican artists and they can collaborate with us because they're so fucking talented and it's equally hard for them to like spread their name to like the United States. Mm -hmm. I just think it would be just such a beneficial thing. But in general, like I just like, I love Mexico City so much and it feels like my second home. So I'm always like trying to bring people Mm -hmm. and like, I have so many places and like my dad like is just so down to like help me like have a place for people to stay and stuff. So, and I just know so much of the city. Like, so I just want to like show everyone it. Yeah, no, yeah. I totally feel that. I would love to go. Yeah. Since we brought up drops, yeah, let's can we go into that? Because yeah, that was one of the main things I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, which is if I could just take a stab at it, it's like a company <laughs> that <laughs> is putting on shows in the city, yeah. and uh, this is where I give you the mic, dude. It's so weird. Like when I put it on, I was like, "What is a media company?" Like I don't even fucking know. All I know is oh, yeah. what I want to do. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of just called it a media company. But the original idea that I've been wanting to do ever since I started like at Columbia was I wanted to interview artists. I wanted to do like a video series, like interviewing artists and stuff like that. And then I was in a business class and obviously it was business class. We had to like make money, like and actually start a business. So I was like, okay, so we need to throw shows to like make money. Mm. So... That's where we started doing it. We started off with like an open mic. I had my little team, like of people. Like this is a concept I've had forever. But oh, like, it's been going for a while since yeah, college. Yeah, since college. And so I had my little team of you know classmates. So obviously, like you know, they weren't gonna stick around. Like, like none of them work with me anymore. One of them like stuck around for a good while, but they got really busy. Um, but anyway, the point is, we threw an open mic show, and then. That was like the fundraiser for our first actual show. Mm. And the show went great. Like we sold out. It was a lot of people. It was super fun. Like we got really good pictures. People were like, when's the next one? When's the next one? So I was like, hell yeah. Like I I love this. Like, and I know so many talented artists. Like, so it was just so easy for me to like curate shows and stuff and like vibes. And my whole thing is like, I was just so sick of seeing like flyers with the same 
people like i feel Mm -hmm. like chicago can be kind of clicky sometimes and like you see a lot of shows that have like the same artist but it's like wait why is why isn't this artist who's so similar in vibe they've never even met this artist they would go great together and if you combine their um audiences like that's just more beneficial in my eyes like the exposure is is the cool part about the shows because these artists aren't aren't usually making a lot of money off the shows like so at the very least, like it could get them more fans and more exposure too. Yeah, so. it's kind of what I think of. I've been doing a lot of research into social media and like how to finesse mm, it, which I hate. Yeah. But no, at yeah, the same sucks. time, but it's I think like it's useful. Now. But something I've been learning is that you don't just want like random followers. Mm-hmm. You, you want people who actually care about the stuff that you're making. Yeah. Because otherwise it kind of like waters down the algorithm and just yeah. it's it, it, it confuses it but it's kind of the same thing for people that are going to shows when it's this disjointed roster of people mm-hmm. and yeah it just it's it makes more sense like what you're saying when it's a cohesive group everyone would be into the same yeah. thing yeah yeah so i actually i have some friends for sure that i was like you guys need to meet because you would be on some similar level absolutely shit. absolutely so, and i'm a big fan of genre blending yeah. And, and I think like, like to an extent, obviously, like I, even though I personally like will listen to like Phoebe Bridges, sad indie shit and then like metal hardcore, like the next and then like hip hop and R&B, like literally like I don't care. I put my whole library on shuffle, but I know like for a show, like that's not super reasonable, but like still like I feel like I feel like I know some rap artists that like are so hardcore and hype that I'm like, dude, you would go so good on a bill with this like screamo band. Like for sure. You know what rap, I mean? Just like little rock, things like that. Screamo stuff yeah, too right now. Depending. Feels, and some electronic is like yeah. super, super like dark too. Yeah. No, so. uh, yeah, totally. I think as long as the kind of vibe of yeah. just this is like an indie or like a alternative mm-hmm. type of show or whatever. Right. I mean, honestly, you can do whatever you want. Right. But Okay, that makes sense. So what's new with drops? Like with what drops. are kind of the like what's the goal do you have like a yearly goal the or like goal a- is to be able to like make it an actual company where like everyone who's working on it can make money off of it yeah that would be slay but <laughs> it's so it's so hard because mm. we also care so much about the artists and like we want we them, yeah, right? yeah we want to pay them like as much as we can For and sure. it costs a lot of money like we you know getting posters your getting posters promo. look fantastic my artists shout out javi they're dope a good poster is so important to hell me. yeah it i'll is. look at it and be like that looks cool i want to go yeah <laughs> no it, it really it, it's part of the marketing yeah and that's why we so what we've done is like now we interview the artists and like the interviews are also part of the marketing for the show oh cool so that's like what i think i've seen show. that i need to you have to follow us on instagram or do you follow us on instagram i follow you okay yeah but follow yeah. drops and then you'll see it I sure. sometimes post snippets on mine. Yeah. But um okay. but like the full versions will be like on there. But yeah. we need to start like getting on TikTok more and stuff oh, so that bro, we, don't even Dude, it's just, <laughs> but it's just like we need yeah. to cuz it sucks it's like we post the videos as promo but if we post it on the drops 
it's like only going to be seen by people that follow drops mm -hmm. where TikTok at least I'll, I'll have the possibility of seeing new viewers and new people being put onto the media company. I just post my clips on everything. Like I yeah. post it on YouTube shorts, TikTok yeah. and YouTube Instagram. Shorts. Honestly, Instagram to me is like the most, the my least favorite to post on. Valid. Because I'll post stuff and for no reason, it'll be like, wait, this didn't do well at all. For no reason. Yeah, no. Because the algorithm's fucked, fucked. It's fucked right now because, and I don't know, this will come out maybe like three weeks from now, but yeah. I think it has something to do with that blue check mark. I thing was just about to say that. They're prioritizing those. That's what I've heard but too. But there's such a stigma right now. Like, if you get a blue check mark, it's you like, look stupid. That's lame. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it. I was. I, I kind of feel like I have to. And I'm like, forgive me, friends. They also said that it's a trial. Like, they on Aww. the Instagram website, it's literally a cash grab. On the oh, Instagram absolutely. website, they but it's were. It's Mark Zuckerberg, so. Yeah. Course. They they said this is a you know like experiment, so mm. who knows what'll happen with it? But like, I'm like as a company who, that's a weird way to roll something out. This is an experiment. Like if you want to give us fifteen dollars a yeah, month, yeah, what the hell? Go for it. Of course, our money is like part of the experiment. Like yeah, so yeah, if it was a real experiment, just yo give it to us. For right, free. right. Now, I mean it's yeah. Anyway. But the, yeah, the social media stuff. I'm just like, who knows? Yeah. I got some good advice from my friend DJ Farrow the other day. He's like, just post stuff. And if it does well, then try to do more of that potentially. Yeah. But don't look at stuff that just doesn't do well. Just be like, oh, yeah. fuck it. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it's it's like not about taking it personally at all. Like for sure. It really is the algorithm more than like the people. It's not like, oh, the people didn't like this. It's like but I'll sit for over whatever here, reason. Yeah. I'll sit over here trying to game the algorithm and be like, do I do? <laughs> the time. Yeah. You'll like time like, it and stuff. Or no, no, I don't know. What what is that? Oh, like the time. Yeah, like of the time the post. you post it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah or like sure. the right hashtags and stuff. And then in TikTok, like I really don't get it. Like sometimes I think most of the time, the stuff that gets more views is like stuff I did not even try with. Like I just did a. Filter. We're in a weird. We're in a weird phase right now. It's I'll just so say that. weird. It's so like I'm just trying. Not. Just try everything. Exactly. Just, just try, try everything. everything. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. Drops. Trying to make it profitable, but then also Be putting on artists yeah. that you like. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tricky balance. But yeah. I will definitely come out to your next show. Yeah. Whenever that dude. is, dude. We're gonna throw some crazy shows. I wrote some notes down. Um, <laughs> my notes myself are really funny. <laughs> um, I'm really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> but I feel like what would be good is to maybe just like get into some music. Oh yeah. So people can get a little taste of, you know, your voice. Mm -hmm. Your voice is killer, by the way. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Um, do you have any ones that you want to start with? Like unreleased or released? I don't know. Let's do release first. Okay. Yeah. All right. If we're going to do release first. Yeah, you pick. Then, um, wait, what did I, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the first ones I wanted to ask you about was the Amares. Oh, okay. Because it's an HBO show yeah, theme song. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. I forget. I forgot about it all the time.
so dude i did that song Ooh, was it 2019 had to have been 2019 so definitely before the pandemic and then um yeah did it for free um because they were like well it's exposure and all this shit so i was like okay well it's still cool like i was pretty early on in my like artist phase so i I thought it was super cool and i went to mexico um and i recorded in this really really beautiful studio so it was super cool and and they, they they had the song written already how did you get in contact with the people that like brought you to a studio in mexico so they knew me they knew about my music and my voice because of my it was like a dad's friend who who does like sync stuff nice so he had heard my voice before and and they needed a singer for this and so he was like oh my god like your daughter would be really good for this like it'd be a really good opportunity for her that's dope it was really cool yeah and um the person who wrote the song the composer he was so cool and he's so fucking talented like I was there like when they recorded like the violins and stuff and it was like a very classical recording. So it was really beautiful. Um, And the song is gorgeous. So, but the kicker is Mm. I didn't even know, we didn't even know if the series was going to release. So I was like, I might've done this for nothing, but still like it was just cool. Like recording this and I got content of me in the studio, whatever. Um, So it wasn't till like during the pandemic that my manager messaged me and she was just like, dude, isn't this the series that you did a song <laughs> like that you did a song for? And then I like heard it and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's fucking me. Like no one ever told me that it like got released. And oh, then, wow. and then it was like a whole thing. Like me, I was trying to get rights so that I could release it. Cause my name's not on and my, my name's like not even on like the series at all. Oh, so, so there's some like controversy behind. Well, this. it was just kind of like, it wasn't like anything crazy, but we just had to like gain the rights and then yeah. I could release it as, you know, under my name so that people could, because there were people like on the YouTube being like, who is the singer of this song? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, so yeah. So then we released it and it's like under my page now. Yeah. But, but it was cool. That's cool. It's a beautiful the, song. Is the show, the series good? I haven't watched it. you're like now i gotta watch it dude yeah it's uh, i don't know those kind of dramas just aren't really for me but it's basically about amaris means love spells thank you so yeah i didn't even know it because it's not like a common word that's i just know like a more yeah right right right, so it's like i could have been i was like yeah it's probably something to do no yeah so it's about a witch oh and she like cast love spells yeah no it's it's definitely very like drama like i don't know i haven't watched it (laughs) okay okay here's like (laughs) here's like a hot take question because Uh i'll see it out there in the wild okay um but it's just like do you you like know when someone speaks spanish right like you kind of like hear them talk a little bit And then like, cause sometimes I'll see stuff where people will just start speaking Spanish to someone that they don't know. And I'm like, how did you, what was the cue? Uh, you know what I mean? But what if you didn't hear their voice? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people are just maybe <laughs> bold. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I called some dude, speaking of, of Paul, <laughs> 
not to keep bringing it back to that, but the other day at this gig, I just called this dude the complete wrong name. I was like, damn, that was kind of bold of me. But anyway, it's just it's like what I just did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes you just gotta do it, man. Um, I was so confident. I mean, I wouldn't have done it if I really thought it. But anyway. Anyway, it's just like anyway, I, I I like see it in a situation where I don't speak any other languages. Yeah. And I know if I got that cue from someone, I'd be like, oh, we're going into the other language that we can speak because it's like code. And then I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man, I just wish I could be a part of that. I'm just no. sitting there wishing I could be a part of it. No, I, I don't have the code. I'll assume if they like look brown or if it or if I'm speaking to them in English and they look confused, oh. then I'll switch to Spanish. That's happened to me a few amount of times. But I feel like I, I have a really bad radar on really on like latinos yeah oh we can get out of this subject <laughs> <laughs> let's listen to an unreleased one out of those four yeah three. you can do let's can i show you two yeah okay so let's do the tame one first so that's caíste del cielo so that means fell from the sky mm. um i just finished a music video for it so i'm really excited it's it's basically about because it's all in spanish so i'll kind of tell you it's kind of about like um, like being obsessed with the attention of like when you first meet someone mm. and like putting them on a pedestal but like it's kind of a, like you realize it's a game and like making them feel really special Um, but then at the end being like okay I'm, I'm just trying to hook up and then it's like me mm. but yeah like so, a modern day little love yes 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 fling. yes yes okay cool feels like you're like chilling on the beach like yeah. oh, late really? late night I, I think my brain just thinks everything's on the beach <laughs> like, i swear that's like how i describe that half explains my songs. your shirt <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the kick drum just sounds like so yeah, nice it had to yeah it had to be strong This is a bop. Yeah, yes. Yeah, this is I'm cool. glad. Thank it's got you. that energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
house is just, I, I don't know why I love listening to music that I don't know the lyrics. Yeah, because I mean, you have to focus on the music almost. Yeah. And also, I'm sure the textures probably sound really cool. Yeah. If you don't know like what the words are, you're really like captivated by the consonants. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the cadences in different yeah. languages are just. Oh, yeah, that too. That yeah. too. Definitely. It's beachy. It's beachy. That's so wild. That's cool. Like, I love hearing, like, different perspectives because when I first heard the beat, I was thinking so ethereal, like, mm. in, like, outer space. I mean, that, so, like, that's it, cool. yeah. That but, but it is, I think the beachiness comes from, like, the danceability of the beat. Mm. Like, it's something yeah. you could definitely play on a beach and be like, it, it. Yeah. But at night. But at night. At night, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got to yeah, be at yeah. night. Okay, it's yeah. It's got to be at night. I'm glad we're on the same page there. <laughs> so where um, did you work with a producer on this? This is when we shift yes. gears and we talk about production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked with a producer from Mexico. Oh, cool. Um, do you know who Arca is? Bro, are you, you about to Arca? tell me that you worked with Arca? Oh, my God. Hell no. But oh that'd be God. crazy. <laughs> but but I was just going to say, because um, I, I don't know like if you've worked with a lot of singers or like what your process is with writing just a few so yeah i don't know what your process is with writing with them but most of mine have been like hang out show music to each other like vibes that we want mm -hmm. and then we kind of once we start finding like our middle ground on like music taste like that'll be kind of the inspiration from the beat that's starting to so we were listening to a lot of arca when oh. when um he was producing this song Cool. Yeah. Do you normally, when you do that, listen, is it like a mixed bag of like your own music and then just music you yeah, find inspirational? Usually, yeah, usually we'll have already listened to each other's music mm -hmm. and then we go into like our inspirations and like who we like and I mean, who we think, who like, yeah, just like music we really fuck with and want to make music like. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's funny though because that to me is not Arca at all. Because Arca yeah. is like no, Arca's crazier for sure. Avant garde, for sure, like, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but there there was little elements of like the the bit reduction thing. Like that's kind of like the that like video game sounding yeah, synth we're thing. Talking about, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe that. But yeah, okay. Yeah. It's cool. it's one specific Arca song called Luna Yena. Mm. It's it's a little more like vibey mm -hmm. and very I think that's minor. It was like minor key, you know, like yeah, chill. No, no, not good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it, but you know what I mean, like kind of dark vibes. A l like I don't know how to explain it. It almost gave me like shoegazy vibes but like mm. electronic i don't know. like something yeah. about the chords anyway for sure i'm curious when you i guess specifically for this song when you were writing the lyrics mm -hmm. um you know how did that come to, to be yeah i think i just kind of heard the vibe of it and it yeah i don't know do you like because I, I know people just work differently and honestly as a producer it's like i don't really write lyrics mm -hmm. so i'm always interested do you like just kind of get a melody and then fill in the words do you normally write words every song first? is different yeah every okay. song is different so this yeah. one this one i think i had trouble figuring out like what i wanted to talk about when i heard the beat i knew i wanted something kind of dark but like confident um and so i i have this like running 
thing on my notes with like different phrases or ideas for songs. So I was just like going through it and I, I can't remember, but something like stood out to me and that kind of like gave me, I think it was like Caíse del Cielo or something like that. Like you fell from heaven. Mm. And I was like, Ooh, I like that. Cause it's kind of to like, I was saying sounds like ethereal to me. And then I was just going off that. And, and then I start writing the story and then like this, this one felt like a story to me. Like it felt like it needed to have like a, a little, like, the character walks in, sees the person, remember her, this happens, this happens, this happens. So that's like the song, like it's kind of like the whole, the mm-hmm. story of yeah, it unfolding. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I mm-hmm. was just curious if there was anything like, wow, you like use chat GPT to like, whatever. no, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes there's, I there, mean, there's probably yo, more I stories. I found, no, no, I mean, I, I get it in the sense, like I kind of stopped asking producers like oh like do you start with chords or Mm, drums or something because it's always like the the answer normally is it's always different yeah so i think that that's kind of the common thread Mm -hmm. but i was just gonna say that i did find this crazy ai thing that was like basically you just it, it like generates lyrics i guess that have like never been generated i don't know if that makes any sense but basically like you put in like happy and then you can choose a genre and then this other thing and then it just spits out lyrics which is cool because then you could go in and be like i just feel like that would be a good place to just grab some things that you like That's and then tailor crazy. it. Yeah. Jerry, put me on. I'll put you on, dude. Send me the link. Like, Fuck, I wish I knew what it was called, but if you just look up like maybe AI lyric yeah. generator, I'll give it to you after the show yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But for people listening, just look up like AI lyric generator. Yeah, and dude. I think I'm going to try that with my next like pr- production session. That might just be like a good way to just get somewhere yeah. immediately. No, I'm so down to try like different ways. Cause honestly it is, it's, sometimes I go to that list. Sometimes I see something in the room and I'm, or I'll like hear a phrase that day and I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Or movies a lot of the time I'll write songs after I see a really good movie and it has me mm-hmm. thinking about it. Um, also like, like, pinterest boards yeah, like visually boards. no literally because like visually because i i like thinking of adjectives when i see like a photo mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh like that art piece like makes me think of these colors and these textures and like that kind of like helps me with like describing things too which is cool yeah okay mm-hmm. cool um the other thing that i wanted to ask you uh is speaking of production like working with other producers do you have any producer pet peeves? Like Ooh, this that's is for a good this question. is for like producers out there who are trying to work with vocalists. <laughs> like the the do's and don'ts. Yeah. More on the don'ts, I would say though. Yeah. Like, like what's something a producer will do that'll just like throw off the session? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, be rude. For Definitely sure. bad. Like I've I've had a few producers that are kind of just like rude and like not personable. Mm. like because it it is like you kind of do it's almost like getting a tattoo like you know you're you have this session with someone like you guys are like in collaboration like you're making art together so like there has to be some sort of a bond there like I hate when it feels so transactional and like they don't even like talk to me um there's definitely like you know there's always that point during the session where they're doing a lot of 
production shit and like i really don't have much to say like they're eqing you know and i i'm not gonna fucking tell them how to eq i'm like okay do your thing and sometimes they take a while with it i've had some producers that take a long time to do that like during the session and sometimes it um it kind of fucks up the flow of like the songwriting like if i'm already if i already had it written and and recorded like that's cool but if i like did verse one and then you're going to town on eqing and like you're like doing that before i can like keep recording or keep writing like Mm -hmm. that's kind of like ah god damn it okay yeah no that makes sense (laughs) because i've i've ruined sessions between (laughs) between producers like, I'm not even working with, like, a vocalist. It's like one of us gets way too down a rabbit hole yeah. on trying to fix something or yeah. trying to trying to do something. Yeah. For, for sure, I, I get that. Yeah. And, 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 like, the mixing, you should probably save that as, like, a separate Absolutely. stage of Absolutely. the process. Absolutely. Because or, like, just know how to quickly do stuff. Right. Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the only thing... That I can think of that's ever been really weird. <laughs> or obviously, like, there's the whole trope of, like, dude producers flirting with oh, every woman that they really? work with. Yes, Jerry, it sucks. It hasn't happened to me lately. I've been working with cool people now. Okay. But in my beginning years of, like, being an artist, like, constantly, like just being creepy and then like trying to hit me up after being like oh we should go out soon we should work on that song yeah dude no but no no, they they wouldn't even even use that excuse anymore they'd be like you (laughs) know you should come out to the club with us they're just dogs yeah and i'm like bro like i'm just trying to work out here like i don't know so that that's another obviously don't like this weird flirty tension oh my god treat it as a a different thing yeah but i haven't had that in so long that's good. I feel like, you know, we get a little older. Everything becomes a little bit more professional. People don't I have think, as much time to fuck around. I think around. I have gotten better oh, at mm-hmm. realizing it. Because, dude, the people that I'm talking about were way older than me mm-hmm. when I was... Because I think I was 19. No, I was like 20 when I first started, like, doing music and stuff. And these producers were, like, almost 30. Mm. So yeah, I've gotten just a better feel of, like... I don't need to work with someone just because they're like talented or have like good numbers. There's also like a power dynamic if they are talented and yeah. you're new yeah. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. I so, could see that being So that weird. added to it. But For now sure. I'm like I I don't I don't work with people that I don't fuck with anymore. Yeah. The what you were saying before about the session and like how you're bonding, it really is this intimate Hell moment yeah. because you're probably gonna have to do something that's like weird yes you know what i mean like especially as a vocalist if it's gonna be good you have to like Mm. that's kind of how i feel like i'm in i'm in my phase right now where i'm just like i'm trying to make music that i would like a year ago find cringe almost just because i was so scared of like i don't know for example i was so scared of like being really risque or like being sexy in my songs or like I don't know, like sounding dumb or I don't know. Just so scared to talk about so many different things. Like just my inner like judge was was crazy. And and now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. So so it is like especially like doing a what is it called? Ad libs. Oh my god, bro. Ad libs oh, yeah. is when you really get close to your producer. <laughs> You're <laughs> You're like, like, just give it another run. <laughs> yeah, okay. but you'd be saying like the craziest shit. Like you'll like quack, you know? You're like, yeah. Quack. 
yeah, yeah, some quacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I just try to like, literally when there's, uh, I wonder if you feel this. I think this is more of a me thing. Mm. But when I'm working with someone who's recording something, I like don't even want to be in the room. I'm like, I will, I don't want to make eye contact or it, it's like, it's like either you really are there a hundred percent with this person while they're doing it or you're like not and you just let them do their thing. Cause if you're like half there, I feel like that is palpable. Like you can feel that tension mm-hmm. and of their nervousness to of like you maybe casting judgment oh. like that. Oh, okay. That wasn't the take. Yes. Like keep that's, yeah, like you're just that's thinking like keep going. Like yeah. I'm just thinking you, I'm just thinking like you just do your thing, do your thing. But like, even like when I'm rocking with the beat or something and mm-hmm. someone's trying to get a take, mm-hmm. I'm like, should I rock with the beat and really be a hundred percent in it? Or should I just, disconnect and let them do their thing and get into it themselves because I feel like if I start like thinking about something else and then I'm off beat or something then they're off beat because it's like you really get locked in yeah and maybe this is me overthinking it but I'm telling you like I think there's some magic I've never heard it from the viewpoint of like the producer like that I've never talked to another producer about that but I just when someone's getting trying to get a take that makes sense though. It's like, and and sometimes you like, I think most of the time you have artists that are able to check themselves and be like, oh, I fucked up right there. Can we redo that? Or, but like, I'm just mm-hmm. like wondering as a producer, like if you've ever had someone who had like a really rough take and they're like, that's the one. Like, no, what, I've would never you, had okay. Like, but, I would say, but if you were in I'd that situation, like, like I'd what be do diplomatic you about it. I'd be like, look, I think that the last take was, or I'd be like, I think you got more in you. Like, I think, Ooh, I think that good. was the first one. Yeah. But the next one's going to be even better. Slay. You know what I mean? That's good. I'd That's good. <laughs> try to spin into like, yeah. like can't use that one. <laughs> okay. Cause it's your work too. <laughs> or we're just like auto duting this shit. Out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, let me just boost this up. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I think I, I was also thinking like, if someone's trying to get a guitar take, mm. you know, a lot of like my friends, like, we don't even play guitar. We're just like <laughs> fucking around. Oh my God, so, dude. When I so, try to track my guitar, it's a hot mess. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I'm like, okay, you do your thing. Get in the groove. Yeah. But if I was working with someone who's like godly, I don't think that a- anything I'm doing is going to affect them. They're just mm-hmm. going to do it. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say too, is that the judgment in the studio, they're like, if you have someone who's too judgmental i guess in the studio that would fuck it up even if it's just yeah, like the dude in the and corner and I've, I've had that too and it does it makes me nervous like recording and then i get too much in my head and then there's mm-hmm. like a mental block like i mean i had that more when i was younger but still yeah. like it happens to singers all the time like yeah, you know definitely yeah that makes sense too like literally if you're like kind of holding your breath or something you're nervous and then you don't want to try like new runs or you don't want to try anything that's like out of your comfort zone yeah and then i don't know you just end up not being happy with the song because you didn't actually give it everything you had you were playing it super safe yeah Mm -hmm. no being in the studio is the time to like go a hundred percent yeah because that's the only way to get the good the good takes um you know you mentioned before that you know you're getting more comfortable like doing like sexier stuff yeah. i saw that you were this picture of you in a tub with yes! a snake that's for caisa del cielo 
Is that coming out? That's the one? Yeah, that's the one we just heard. So that's that's the, for that music video. How was being in a, a tub with a snake? Like, whose like, snake it was, was that? huge. So I'm so lucky. I got in contact with um, this girl who wants to start directing music videos. And so she hit me up. She's like, hey, like, I will do this for you. Like... I'll do everything. Like she had the hookup for all the places, like directed it. She had the it. snake hookup? She, yes, she had the snake hookup. So uh-huh. the thing is, she's also a model on the side. So she had just done a shoot with this snake. And oh. I, I don't know what happened. What was happened. the snake's name? Skittles. Skittles? Isn't that such a good thing? Because he's yellow. He's like bright yellow. So it was so cute. And I was honestly going into that. Because I, I, we did just that scene that day. We had filmed everything else before. So I went in just with like knowing, okay, this is the day. This is the day of the snake. That's all we're doing this day. So I was nervous. I was fucking nervous as fuck because they didn't put tape on his mouth. Oh, yeah. do they normally do that? Yes. I've held snakes before at like kitty things, uh-huh. like whatever, when they bring snakes to like kid parties. Yeah. And um, the, the mouth is usually taped is shut. It- is that something they do in music videos too, where it's like a clear tape or do I no, just not know? They, no, they probably also don't. Uh-huh. But point is I had never held a snake that didn't have its mouth taped shut. And so I was just like, <laughs> but he was so sweet. And like, as soon as I like had him, like I was like, okay, like he's chilling. Like yeah. he was blind apparently. He's like an albino snake. So oh, that kind of made it a little blind. weirder. I guess albino snakes are blind. I, think I don't know. Yeah. I've definitely seen that type of snake. Do you know what kind of snake it was? Or it was do, yellow. Do, no, I I know it was like white and yellow. Yeah, right? I don't remember. The, the but green, I think it was yeah. albino because its eyes were like white. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that just sounds like a wild experience. It was so cool. Though. Did did they tell? Was there a handler? Yes, there was, there was a, a handler. There was a dude. He like placed it on me and everything. He told me like how to hold him and everything. Did, um, what were the things? Don't do this. Don't bring him too close to your face. Oh. So I was like, okay. And then my director is like, bring him closer to your face. Bring him closer. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to. And but like as I got a little more comfortable and like once the song was on, I was kind of like in actor mode. And at some points, kind of forgot. Like, wait, this is a real snake. Like, yeah. I'm kind of putting him really close to me. But um, I was holding him right. So you're supposed to hold like his neck and then like his belly to like support. <laughs> Bro, the whole thing's a neck. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, where? Kind of like by its head, I guess. Do they have a neck? I don't even. I know. don't know. Snakes are just so weird to me. They're so weird. How do they move? move? That's what I always think. What? How do they move? And then like a. F- and then when you feel it, dude, and you feel the scales, and you feel yeah. every vertebrae moving. Whoa! <laughs> it's so crazy, but it's it's also so cool. Like low key afterwards, I was like, I want a snake. Like I Yo. want, I want to like, own a snake. I don't know about all snakes, but like my friend got a snake. Mm-hmm. And this thing was gonna like outlive him. Like it was, they really? lived for a long time. Some, how, I guess, some. How old break. was this one? He got it as a baby, mm. but then he actually gave it to like a snake sanctuary. Oh. Um, because he was like, dude, I didn't, I, I don't think I thought about how big of a commitment this is. It's like a, this snake's gonna live for so long. Yeah. So, like whole life. Yeah. Your whole lifetime almost. Yeah. Right? I don't know. And like owning a snake, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to speak for snake people, but you, they have like separate, they have like a feeding cage or yeah. whatever thing. Yeah. And then it's also weird because they can just live in like 
a jar basically they're like no i'm good they, i mean not actually a jar but they're you think when you see them in their terrarium yeah that it's like that's not that much space that's not enough uh, space for them but, but apparently they don't care i think it's like a comfort thing wow i'm not a snake expert, <laughs> just spreading rumors this is what i heard and uh but he said that when he put that snake in the in the feeding terrarium whatever crate mm-hmm. It was go time. Yeah. Like that thing was no joke. Like full rats. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, but it was in the mode to kill. Yeah. You know? I bet you see another side of them that you're like, whoa. But then he said otherwise he was super docile. Yeah. Like chill. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I don't know. Snakes are scared. Like even I'm sure this snake is not venomous. Like I'm sure it's. He said a bite would fuck me up. Like I had to, I had to sign a form. Really? Yeah. I had to sign a form that if something happened to me, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> so I was like, you okay, I guess. He's like, but he, he was like, no one, he, he was like, no one's died yet. And I was like, ha 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 ha. Damn dude. That's yeah. freaky. It was cool though. <laughs> I'm glad I got to do it. Yeah. And it probably is going to look really cool. Oh, it's definitely going to look cool. Yeah. Yeah, your last video, I was going to and maybe we can, this would be a good time to transition to this. Um, the latest video you put out, mm-hmm. uh, which is in love with you, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Featuring who is Aubrey, and then I just feel like I have to ask who's Aubrey. You know what I mean? Aubrey, yeah, this is good about Aubrey is um, one half of this rap duo called Stranded Civilians. So he also does his own. But um, Stranded Civilians is doing really well. He was a good friend of mine. Um, we had a lot of mutuals since college. He actually. I actually met him through Drops, the first drop show that we had. He like mm. pulled up. And like we started talking from there and we have like a picture from that like show. And then, yeah, he like he hit me up to do a show or do a song with him to be on one of his albums. And then during the pandemic, I was like, Aubrey, do you make beats? Like we should work together. He made the beat Mm. and he was like, dude, will you let me hop on it? And I was like, of course, like he's such a good rapper. And the song's a little long, but honestly, with all the sections, like I feel like I, I'm still really happy that I put him on it. Like, yeah, when I he like comes it. in, if I feel I felt like I was ready for yeah. him to come in. You know? Yeah, it's really fun to perform it live too. Like he brings such a good energy. Like whenever I bring him on, so he's a really cool guy. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was gonna ask though, is that the same cinematographer, person, music video filmer that you worked with the the snake video? No, different one. Else? So the guy who filmed and edited that video um, was the producer of the, the unreleased song that I showed you. His name's Kali. Mm-hmm. So in Mexico. So it was all filmed in Mexico. It was. I Except was for Aubrey's parts. That was. In yeah, Chicago. he was in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> that was not yeah. Mexico. Yeah, that was not Mexico. <laughs> but yeah, I was wondering where it was because it looked really cool. Yeah. And also... Well, I mean, you never know timelines with these things, but that came out not like a February. F- okay. Yeah. 
So not that long ago, I was like, where are these flowers from? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, it was also filmed in fall. So, yeah, I mean, it's it just like you never ago. know the time. Yeah. Then. But I was like, you know, it's kind of cool, like the contrasting like summer and then like winter. But it's like still nature. Yeah. No, so. I thought the way that that was shot, there were like some really cool wide angle things. Yeah. Definitely go check it out if you're just listening. That's I don't right. know. That's right. Yeah. Go check it out. Go check it out. Um, no Facebook Marketplace. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to sell that. Um, another cool thing you did was a Tiny Desk show. Oh yeah, it was for contests. Okay. To like get on Tiny Desk. Oh, to get onto yeah, the Tiny Desk. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Did did we get on? Mark. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was peak pandemic. Yeah, that was that was definitely locked. That was time. probably also like peak tiny desk. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, so the competition was wild. Yeah, there and were a we lot of we we didn't to try that hard. Honestly, we didn't do anything crazy production value on it. We were just like, fuck it, let's try. And also, like, it'll give us an excuse to just make a cool video. Yeah. Do Do you normally play with a band like that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you are Mila La Morena and the. The tequila. Mila and the te- so yeah, sometimes I'll be like, "My name's Mila. These are my tequilas." If I'm some, on some corny shit, that's so which is funny. a lot. Yeah, but it's not like you guys don't have a separate no. fan page <laughs> no, or anything. No, 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 not at all. The tequilas. How do the guys feel about being <laughs> the tequilas? I think they came up with it. One of them. Really? Did. Okay. I've changed my band up since that Tiny Desk video. Okay. But um, yeah, they're always chill. I feel like I always, I I need to have chill bandmates that are like goofy with me because yeah. I don't know when they're too serious. I'm like, bro. Cause if you, if you see me live, like I'm crazy. Like I dance like crazy. I'm like dramatic. I'm just jumping. Like I'm, I need to be crazy. So if I feel like I'm being like judged by my bandmates, like that's not the vibe. Like I need y'all to be on this boat with me. Like if I look over at you, you got to engage with me. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, if they're like silently judging you. Yeah. Or and if they're it, judging. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Sometimes I do feel that when I'm working with like new people and I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to work with you probably, but I like you. That's what I'm saying. It's like, not for me. It's not this, is why, this is why I can't be a performer in the way that you are. I was going to say that you look very natural and comfortable on stage and everything that I've seen you do like Mm -hmm. you feel like a natural performer yeah that's probably my biggest strength of like anything like well i've been performing well so like fun little story when i was (laughs) when i was seven um i've been singing since i was so little like maybe like five and um me and my mom used to always watch the golden girls and i would call it the grandma show And so my mom like was young. She was like a young mom. I think she had me at like 22. So she like took me to one of her like friend parties. So everyone was like late 20s. Everyone was like late 20s, early 30s. That would be like us chilling with Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. (laughs) And so she brought me to a party and I was like, I want to sing for everybody. I want to sing the grandma song. And they like put me up on a table and I like sang in front of all these like adults Wow. As just like a kid, like I like wanted to like perform. Like it was just this really weird urge. Mm. So 
I mean, obviously that's like, like a built-in thing. Absolutely, it was it it was one it of seems. those like, damn, this is like actually my purpose. Did like, you do like concerts and stuff at home mm-hmm. with your mom, or was yeah, that yeah sometimes? Was there like a you were just like, oh, I want to show people yeah. what we do, or like yeah, I would show yeah. my mom sometimes family like. I would do like mini shows. We would do like sometimes we'd do mini talent shows in my mm-hmm. in my family like for Christmas and stuff. This feels like it was more on your accord though. Yes, because like, I'm the no, only I'm the only this. artsy kid. Yeah, I'm like the only artsy kid of my cousins. Hmm. Um, so it was very much like just me like trying to show off and shit. And then I did choir and theater hmm. and all that shit. Um, so but but what I was gonna say is like. I wasn't always like a good singer. Like I still don't feel like I'm like I'm not Mariah Carey. Like I'm I'm nothing like crazy. You impressive. got a good. Bo- I was blown away actually. Thank you. Not gonna lie, because like we worked together. I was like, yeah, Mila's pretty cool. But, oh. like, what does she got? <laughs> <laughs> and well, then yeah, I, working at a job like that, like there was even more pressure on me to yeah. be a good musician. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to show anybody my music. For sure. Yeah. So, but then when I heard, I think it was this last song, I was like, wow. This yeah. is actually amazing. Oh, like no you. joke. Like, yeah. But like when you see videos of yourself as a kid, like doing stuff and you thought you were so good in the moment and then it's like cringy. <laughs> that's kind of what I was going to say. Like I wasn't always like a really good, like in tune singer, but I always had it in me to perform. Like that was just something like easy, you know? I feel like, you know, you get away with a lot when you're uh, however yes. old you were when you were singing Golden Girls. They were probably like, "This is amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, yeah." <laughs> this is the and they were imp- thing they, ever. they were impressed. They were like, "Oh my god, this kid like wants to sing in front of a bunch of adults." Like, what is the Golden ballsy. Girls theme song? That one. Thank didn't... you for being a friend. Oh yeah, That one wasn't in my like repertoire of shows i i don't really remember it now but apparently i knew it inside and out when i was little yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that's cool though but i was okay this was the final point i was gonna make is that you know it's it's interesting to hear you say that you can get kind of like knocked off by people you know that you're working with that are just like not i don't know you know not with it as much because you don't bring up that, that energy to the table from what I've oh. seen. And maybe th- these people weren't, you know, maybe you were locked in with these people that I was watching mm-hmm. and I haven't seen you perform live, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it takes a lot of skill to not get, you know, knocked off your whatever. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I just like, I need to be, feel fully comfortable. The thing is, and like, not every show you do is going to have a cr- even more so. So my music is such a genre blend. I never know which crowd is going to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, or like, what is happening? Because it's kind of a lot, like, especially when I do like, because right, like you have, you don't know this, Jerry, but like I have like emo, screamo songs in my set. Dude, so like what? those do we have any to play? No, I have like. No, I'm sorry. The demos are so rough. Like no one can listen to those it. Those are more like even my partner only. hasn't listened to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But we're getting those tracked soon. But, but, um, all that to say, like not every crowd fucks with that. And, you know, so I kind of have to sell it and stuff. But, but the point is like, I need at least my band to like be there with me. Yeah. So I think yeah. as I've, as I've kind of been like experimenting with my sound, it was kind of the thing. Like I felt like some of the, 
band people or some of the people that were in my band like didn't really fuck with those genres and like didn't mm-hmm. care for them so like they weren't as open-minded like th- and that's 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 a good term like i needed people that were i needed musicians that were open-minded and had like a broad sense of music and broad taste of music like that listened to a lot of different genres not just like an r&b drummer a rock drummer a blah 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 you know what i mean mm-hmm. someone that was able to just like listen to everything i think that's what i like I think that that's kind of what I'm saying with the studio stuff too, is you have to be super Mm open-minded and just like, honestly, this is going to get really like heady, but like in any situation that you're trying to maybe support or whatever, any situation you're with humans, it's like your energy that you bring to the table. If you're a crowd member, if you're whatever, just in a bar with people like that exists. (laughs) And like people notice it, whether or not we're even consciously aware of it. So it's just like, it's very, but but in the studio and performing live, it's like, those are the times where it's kind of make or break, you know, it's just you and that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And making art is delicate, you know, it's delicate. Yeah. Like, especially if it's like something serious or even if it's not like, it's like a fine thing that you're like this, like signal that you're trying to zoom in on and if there's like weird if you can't lock in on it you're not gonna get it yeah anyway that was like just i think we fleshed it out yeah (laughs) because i was i was trying to like get to that yeah basically Mm -hmm. it's a delicate craft yeah let's listen to another song i'm hell yeah i'm hyped about this unreleased yeah let's do it okay cool because the other tracks i'll just like we'll put in there okay cool um if we're doing an unreleased do um oh fuck i don't remember what i titled it i think it's titled freaky girl right yeah slay this one's crazy could see how this could go screamo quickly yes dude yes we need to add screams to it like asap It's giving me like toxic vibes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's like a playoff, like I'm a very freaky girl. Yes, 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 yes. What song is that? I really hope Gucci Mane. Oh yeah. I really hope he doesn't sue me. I really hope he doesn't sue me. Nah, he'll be good. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll like it. Good. He'll like the song. Yeah, he'll dig it. <laughs> and then my friend Heartgaze is on this. This is their verse right now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yo, <laughs> I've uh, it's interesting. Like the hyper poppy kind. I've never heard hyper pop quite like that, where yeah. it has that kind of reggaeton. Yeah. Or, you know. So they're calling this nuevo perreo, which means new perreo. Perreo is like a brand, or sorry, uh, a genre that essentially means like grind music. Oh, I could see Which that. is like just party reggaeton, essentially. But grind music, like when you're grinding on the yeah, dance floor type yeah, of deal? Yeah. yeah, so not like slow grind, but like Jersey Turnpike. Oh. Does that make sense? <laughs> kind of. I don't yeah. really know what Jersey Turnpike is. Oh, you know, Jer- okay, well, what's another thing? Grind? I don't know. Do you know yeah. Jersey Turnpike? Dude, Jersey Shore. Yeah, it it's from Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh, bro, I'm just like showing how I'm not a true it, Well, you know how like Dina, <laughs> she'll put her... <laughs> she'll put her arms down and then she'll like wave her ass oh that's what jersey turnpiking is it's essentially grinding but your head is like down and it's oh. a little it's not like slow and yeah, sensual yeah, yeah. it's like fast like you're like side to side kind. yes exactly twerking that's twerking. perfect okay yeah it's just it's i was just more familiar with music. twerking okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 i blinked for sure <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I would be down to hear more of that. If you just sort of like, yeah. that's all I'm doing, be like, I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, I'm working with the producer Hunter a lot more. And I was like, dude, this is perfect because it has that angstiness that you were saying. Like, I could hear screams to it. Yeah. It has like a synthiness, which like brings that new, like almost pop, hyper pop element to it. And it's reggaeton. Like, that's yeah. fucking perfect. Like, it's everything I am. It had a lot of nice ear candy, too. Yes. Sides and just like certain synthesizers yeah. that were doing cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bop. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. That one's still like being worked on. So that'll be a while till that one is released. But that's so, like the one I just finished. Is Hunter a Chicago person or is this a guy from Mexico? Yeah, no, he lives in, uh, he lives in Chicago. I think mm-hmm. that. The friend, I forget her name, the one from the company. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there's like no reason we're not we, mentioning we the company. A, we should do a code name, though. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that's like uh, not similar to the, no, 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 the no. name. Like, uh, music. Box. Or parrot. Or like, <laughs> or like cardinal. Parrot code. But I was, you know how like, yeah, there's a bird involved. <laughs> That's what, anyway. Anyway, I was just gonna say that when your friend was working there with us, uh, she mentioned this Hunter? producer. I'm pretty sure it was because oh, yeah? that that name just sounds familiar. Unless it's just not. There's two there hunters. Might. Oh, okay. Well, so then. she might have been talking about that. <laughs> anyway, she might have been talking about the other one, but but she also does know him, so. Either way, either so, way, he's really cool. Great yeah. producer. What does he normally produce? Is it this type of music? Does it's he make like, kind of whatever? It's like, so he's going to be DJing at that show at Epiphany that I was telling you about. Um, cool. He, he, like, I, I, when I hear his music, I describe it as like uh, skins. Mm. electronic have you seen the show skins the british version yes or the, the, yes the, the british, british version. version i've never seen the american version is there an american version yeah I right think so no wait is there an ryan my ex loved it 
Okay. The American version? Or? Yeah, the American version. Oh, really? She had great taste. She dated me and loved skins. <laughs> <laughs> I love the British one. Like, I love the British it's like, one. That's like the people that love the British office. Oh, no. I mean? <laughs> no. See, the thing is, I, you it's like crazy because I, I don't like British accents. Oh. Like, British accents make me nauseous if I, like, <laughs> it's so weird. But, like, if I listen to Please them too often, explain. like, if I was, like, for example, I tried to watch Bridgerton, I was so nauseous by, like, episode two. Is it kind of like it their voice is like a funhouse mirror of yeah, English? Yeah, that's is that what's such going on? a good way of explaining it, yes. But... It's only certain types of British accents. Like if it's very proper, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But Skins is like a little grimy, a little yeah. bit more like <laughs> this. Cockney. Yeah. So I don't know. For some reason, like that's easier <laughs> for me to like comprehend. It's like, like that much different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, all that to say, <laughs> when I hear his music, I'm like, oh my god, this reminds me of Skins. Like I wish I was on Molly right now. So I didn't really watch Skins, but I just the the feeling that I got from that show was that it was like very edgy, very drug heavy. Yeah, drug heavy, mm -hmm. and uh, everyone was young, making mistakes. Yes. Yeah. But they would go to clubs a lot. Like it looked fun. Oh yeah. But you know what comes with that lifestyle. Yeah, and then it's like, wait, that's fucked up. They're like literal children living uh -huh. this lifestyle that most people go through like in their 20s and 30s kind of like euphoria vibes it, a little bit I right i think i would argue skins is worse yeah skins is worse, but uh, like same concept in the sense that yeah. they're doing yeah drugs yeah, yeah doing yeah, stuff yeah, they yeah, shouldn't yeah, yeah, be doing yeah. but like to the extreme you know what yeah. i mean and also like okay. romanticizing really fucked up shit mm. yeah okay i might have to give that a watch i've heard you good should. things it's yeah, I don't know. It's really fucking good. There's a lot of iconic shit about it and stuff that it's like, I've never seen a show do this. Yeah. So, so yeah. you and Hunter, just to get back to this, to yeah. put a pin in it, yeah, yeah. are you guys working in, are, are you trying to release a project or have you just been just working singles. on singles? I'm yeah. mostly doing singles right now just because it's, it's expensive. Like, and I don't have the following right now to release a project mm -hmm. um because so essentially my team in mexico like wants me to do singles and just give every song a lot of attention so we just have like more content to spread and yeah. um and eventually like once i get my numbers up then i'll probably start working on an, a, a project that's cool though you say you have a team like that's mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of us out here it's just like well i'm just putting stuff on the internet yeah. and that's you know being in the game a little bit yeah you kind of gotta have a team or at mm. least a support network it helps a lot at least a manager dude and yeah. you can find them just go to like go to columbia just find and find a student because they're so thirsty to work like mm. yeah is that kind of like that's how i found my manager it seems like you've had a manager for a bit yeah since i went to columbia and i met her like in a class yeah. Yeah. And she hadn't even heard my music. She was just really cool and she was Latina and she was in music business. And I was like, you would be such a good manager. Like, will you please manage me? Yeah. And then she listened to my music and thank God, like she loved me and she fucked with my, she fucks with everything I do so heavily. And she, she really helps me more than anyone. Like my Mexico team, they kind of just like, they direct me a little bit on like how they think my releases should go. And then 
a few hookups and like introducing me to like producers and artists and stuff like that yeah but it's nothing crazy like to help me a little bit with like trying to get playlisted and stuff but for the most part like i do like really a good bulk of my content creation and and obviously my songwriting and yeah that kind of stuff you gotta Mm -hmm. i mean you gotta take it upon yourself if you want to get get it done yeah 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 yeah. if you want something done right Mm -hmm. um cool man well i mean we've been going for a second i don't know how long (laughs) wait Um, yeah it's been a second but i feel like it's time to you know bring it to a close and i i have you know i feel like unless you want to listen to another track no i'm good (laughs) yeah because we'll have we'll have more but yeah i my my wrap-up question is basically just i asked you what your first concert was but now i want to ask you what the most influential concert that you've already been to or that you've ever been to was that's such a good question you can take a second you can think about it there's a few yeah that's cool yeah influential because so like not even like just the best but influential just the ones that affected you like you came away from it being changed you were like wow okay there uh, you see things on a different level like you're like wow i didn't think that that was possible something that really <gasps> yes, blew okay. you away got you first one is mitski mitski yeah why does that sound <gasps> jerry you know mitski? i mean that makes sense it's like sad girl music as fuck it's like phoebe bridges like genre type okay you know like mitski your girlfriend probably why. your girlfriend probably knows her yeah maybe yeah. she'll come in <laughs> <laughs> I don't think well mitski is just like like her music is nothing like mine, but her storytelling in her lyrics is just so beautiful. And she headlined at Pitchfork last year. Mm. And I know like all her fucking songs. So it was definitely one of, so there's, I'll, I'll talk about three. That was one of them. Um, so hers was just like crazy because her music like is not danceable. Like it's not really dancey music, but she was she had that bitch choreographed like she was literally like i can't explain it like her movements they were kind of like contemporary yeah but like not, interpretive dancing yeah a little bit but not in a corny way like it was actually so purposeful and like added so much to the experience like every little move she did had so much purpose she like and she wasn't moving the whole time like she just had so much control over her body like there were times where she was stone still and like had so much control in her voice. And yeah, that, that concert, I was just in shambles, like crying, like it just felt amazing. Like seeing her for the first time too. And then the other one was Rosalia, which I don't know if like Zach from our job ever put you on, but we had so many people in the office that were obsessed with her. Yeah. I I think I remember you guys going to the show and you were saying how it was amazing. Jerry, that was probably actually the best concert I've ever been to because she was dancing. She plays piano. She plays guitar. She can sing her ass off. Like she sings like when you hear her, it sounds like auto tune, but you know, there's not auto tune. Mm. Like it's just like every note is hit so good. Mm-hmm. And she's just an amazing performer. And I love, she does so many different genres. She does like, 
ballady music and she does like reggaeton type music like she's just like so she's actually just so influential in my music and like i do know her okay <laughs> like I, I haven't gone deep into her catalog okay, 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 but okay. i do know her but like dude her live is crazy like she's and this just was so talented house of blues right or no she no? was at aragon oh okay yeah but it was still crazy i think they had to extend the stage a little bit because there's a lot of chore uh, a lot of dancers and choreography uh-huh. um but fuck dude it was so crazy like i still think about that show all the time and i'm just like I was so inspired after I was like, oh my God, I need to choreograph more stuff for my performances. Mm. And then it seems like the, at least from the two yeah, that you're impressed by the fact that they're doing so much on stage and then also have like the lung capacity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Going. Definitely. Well, yeah. Cause yeah. That's, that's the craziest thing for me. And with Mitski, it's like, I learned so much because I always thought like, oh, this is a boring song. Like I can't move for it. Like, how are they going to, cause I, like when you go to a show, Jerry, like, it, like when you see live bands, are you listening to their lyrics? No. Right. Like you can't, you normally can't probably even hear what it, they're saying. <laughs> yeah. It depends on the venue, but yeah. Uh, I would just say, I don't know if I'm blessed or cursed with just listening to the music first. That's, yeah. I just like, I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to hear lyrics. Like if yeah. I listen to a rap song, I'm, it depends who's rapping, but yeah. I, most of the time I'm like, oh, this beat's cool. Yeah, it has and to be I'll, very, very clear speaking or like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of out of the ordinary for someone to like that, be he, be able to hear like all the lyrics, you know? Yeah. So Mitski taught me so much in like being able to like use your body so that people are forced to like hear the words. Because there were a few songs of hers that she did that I, I didn't know. And I literally heard every lyric because of like the way she was moving. Mm. Um, so that was kind of like mind blowing for me. I yeah. was like, damn, I never, I never thought about performing like that. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that also is just like a, like I'll just give a nod to the sound guys too. That yeah. they did a good job at a festival. At a at festival, like Union dude. Park, right? Yeah. Like, she had yeah. the best sound. Everyone else was like, the sound was eh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird park. If you're from Chicago, you might know. I mean, outdoor festivals are just fucking hard. Ah. Is that Andy? <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, we're almost done. Um, if you want to shut the door, that would be fantastic. And then we'll be out soon. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. The last, the third... Concert. Oh fuck! I actually don't remember it anymore. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's I'm okay. Just but Two I was great. I want to know yours though. Wow. I mean, mine is like kind of a hot take in the sense that it's just the person that was performing the concert is now, you know, like uh, under fire. Nor. Yeah. It's so okay. Like, I won't judge you. No, no, no. It's fine. I just like I was. I got into bass nectar and oh, like I, didn't I would even know that they had weird stuff with them. Yeah, they I don't know. It's, okay. Anyway, you can look it up. But but it was bass nectar. But yeah, so like I would I've been to a bunch of his shows. Not like some people were like cult level like into it, but for me it was just like the person that I thought was doing like really cool stuff. Um, and the the level of like community at his shows was just like dope and. 
I also got into his music with a bunch of my friends from here. So it was just oh, like cool. something that we were into together. Mm-hmm. And we would like travel like to Nashville or whatever. We saw him at Red Rocks, which was sick. Oh, that's dope. So I would say like one of those shows was just really special. But I have a I feel conflicted about it now because of the allegations against him. I'm just like, ah. Those concerts will always have a very yeah, and, and very it special sounds like place. it was it was your experience there. Like that yeah. that doesn't take away from like the connection you had with the community and like for sure. You know, I mean, it's it, it's conflicting sometimes. Like with the music, it's like damn, and that's that's a whole other it, heart, it's hot can, take. Like yeah, you know how can like how can we appreciate music and like take that away from like the creator of it and i think everyone is different in what their boundaries are i'm sure everyone likes at least one artist that had some kind of fucked R up Kelly? past <laughs> hell no. yeah you know what i mean though yeah like, no i mean i could name a bunch yeah, yeah yeah and and i think everyone has it so i i i feel like there's empathy it, it's that. it's just unfortunate that like if I told someone just on paper, like, oh, my favorite concert was right. this Bass Nectar concert. Right. But it would be easy to judge. But yeah, you that's the like, thing is know, like, I, I just wish I didn't have to explain. Yeah. Because it has that baggage now. But anyway. Yeah. Well, same with Rosalia. Like she. Really? Yeah. She's got, she's got some haters too. Like she's, she, I mean, she's, she's if like a big, white Spanish. you got haters. Let's that part. That part. That part. Yeah, I don't know about Misky. I think she keeps it so low profile that she probably doesn't have anything on her. But she's chill. She's very low profile. She doesn't she's even chilling. have social media. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's she's fucking impressive. lit. I love her. I like Frank that. Ocean too. Yeah. They're only not controversial because we don't know about them. We have no idea. They could yeah. be doing the most like horrific you stuff. We're just I mean? like we love. Them. Exactly. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that's the case. Probably for the better if you're not on social media because like that is just this absolutely I'm distorted funhouse mirror i'm jealous that they can do that yeah that's like crazy Low i key. hope one day you know it'll be cool or just be like yeah i don't really fuck around with that <laughs> i think I it'll it'll get to that point who kn- there's cycles right yeah so maybe yeah. who knows just like the blue check mark being just like not cool right now <laughs> yeah. like you're cool if you don't oh god that's what i say at least all right. Well, Mila, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. I would like to, you know, give you the opportunity to just tell people where they can find you mm. and uh, any shout outs if you want to throw them out there. We've shouted out a few Ooh. people already, but just in case there was like, you got to send love. I got to pour one out for <laughs> whoever. Well, everyone that I mentioned that I've been working with, I guess, shout out. Shout out Chiona, shout out Hunter, shout out Kali, um, who did like my visuals and my production. Um, but yeah, you can find me on every streaming service, pretty sure. I don't know if Dexter is still out, but. At. Mila La Morena. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think all my socials are Mila La Morena. So like my TikTok and. Uh, if you really want to follow my Twitter, you can, but I don't be tweeting. So I wouldn't <laughs> just follow me on everything else. Follow me on Spotify, dude. People don't realize like following artists on Spotify actually like, um, supports the fuck out of them and helps them a lot, like to get on playlists and stuff. Mm. So don't be forgetting that. And yeah, That's real. thank you so much, Jerry. Yeah. Thank of you so course. much, Ryan. Yes. You're the goat. Ryan. Thank you, dude. We appreciate yeah. it. Guys, uh, 
we love you and we will see you in the next episode. Later. Later.